Beth, thank you. Um, it's almost as though I knew that there'd be some mention of French toast this morning, but um, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to the French toast and to being undone uh, a little bit later. Um, but, I, but I brought this because if you, if you saw me wearing a beret and uh, a stripy shirt and with a baguette, you'd think French, wouldn't you? You'd think uh, uh, he's, he's a Frenchman. And of course I speak you know, perfect fluent French, but uh, it would be too taxing for me to do the whole sermon in French, so I'll spare you that. But there's a sense of place, isn't there? And we, we can uh, evidence that sometimes by the way we dress. Sometimes we evidence it by the, by the way we are and what we do with our lives. And there's a sense of place here for us at City West. Now, uh, Steve was due to preach uh, this morning. He's not very well, so do keep him in your prayers. Um, and so he asked me uh, to step in. And we were due today to start a, a little series on the book of James, but we'll start that next week. And I thought I would just take the opportunity this week to say something about our sense of place here and our purpose here and our vision for uh, us as, uh, as City West, as, uh, as, as a part of King's Church here. I thought that would be helpful because it's the start of the new academic year. It's, uh, it's, it, if, uh, there are different years in the church, aren't they? There's, there's the calendar year, there's the academic year, there's the start of the church year in Advent. But uh, I, I thought it would be good just at this stage, after the summer holidays, just to refresh our vision and our sense of where we're headed uh, as, as, a, as a church here at City West. Now, we've been here uh, on the west side of Norwich for about 10 years. We were at the, the old Methodist church in Park Lane for a while. We've been here for, I think, for about five or six years now, something like that, uh, at the school. And uh, we're a part of King's Church Norwich. And, of course, uh, there's a, a bigger group meeting, uh, even now, probably just uh, coming towards the close of the, the morning meeting, at the King Centre in King Street. That's been the church's base for about 25, 26 years. Before that, uh, we moved around as a church, Sproston High School, uh, Fisher Gate, uh, uh, and then uh, in St. Andrew's Hall for a while, before God uh, steered us as a church to, uh, to the King Centre, which was then sort of semi-derelict. It had been a boys' club uh, and was uh, going to be sold. And uh, God led us to that place. Uh, and each of those moves uh, was inspired prophetically uh, by, by prophetic input from uh, folks who served the church, particularly a guy called Keith Hazel. And City West has been established here in, this, in the west part of the city as a part of that prophetic, uh, prophetic word into uh, King's Church. And so uh, we're seeking to serve particularly the west side of the city. So uh, here, the West Earlham, the Larkman Estate, Bothorpe, even as far afield as Holt, you know, far out in the far west. <laughs> so uh, we've, we've, we've got uh, friends here from, from all, over, all over that area. But we continue to be a part of, of King's Church. We benefit hugely from that relationship. They benefit from us being a part of them. Our meetings here are a bit smaller and a bit more intimate than uh, city centre meetings. Typically, they'd have 250, 300 people gathering on a Sunday. This is, this is more intimate, more of a sense of, uh, of family here where it's possible to know everybody uh, and where there are loads of opportunities to serve. Uh, and so it's not so easy to get lost in the crowd here. And we've established here a good relationship with the school. They've been hugely hospitable to us. 
uh, and uh, they're glad of the rent that we uh, contribute for our Sunday meetings. But we've been able to uh, take some assemblies here. Liz has done that with Paul, I think. Uh, and so we've been able to share the gospel uh, with the school community here in a wonderful way that wouldn't have been possible if we hadn't moved over here. So all of the kids have heard the gospel uh, at Easter and at Christmas time. Uh, many of the staff have done so. And uh, that's been a beautiful feature uh, of our time here. And we, we anticipate that continuing. We've also struck up a great relationship with the Anglican Church. Uh, there's a hall just across the road, which is a part of, um, uh, of the local benefice, led by uh, Di Rowlandson and Carol Pritchard. And in particular, we're doing a sort of Monday mums and toddlers uh, uh, meeting every week during term time. That's given some lovely opportunities to, to meet people from the local community, to develop relationships, to get to know folks. Uh, and uh, that includes a number of Muslim families as well. Uh, and there have been some, some beautiful uh, conversations coming out of those, uh, those mums and toddlers meetings. During the pandemic, we delivered food to a number of local families. We've run outreach events, Alpha, uh, seen a number of people come to faith in Jesus here. So uh, we've seen some fruit from our mission here uh, in, in West Norwich. Uh, we've got some great kids' works. We've heard about those this morning, the, the twinklers for the little ones, preschoolers. Uh, the spark for those in primary school age and then radiate for those who are at uh, high school age. Older uh, members here have been something of an endangered species until recently, but I'm glad to say that we're thriving now and, uh, uh, and, and there's, there's real blessing uh, in the grey hair and the wisdom that, uh, that we have. I've, I've got the grey hair, others have the wisdom. Significant development here in the last year has been the start of our renewal meetings that the ladies have been leading roughly once a month on Saturday evenings. The next one is next Saturday, I think, isn't it? So a little plug for that. Uh, we'll hear about that in the news at the end. Uh, but that's provided a great opportunity uh, for uh, uh, worship, for prayer, for Bible study, uh, for fellowship in a safe space for, uh, for women here. Opportunity as well for women to host meetings uh, and to preach and to invite friends. And uh, out of that, we've seen Beth hosting this morning. Uh, which has been great. I'll come back to that in a moment. The number of meeting here at City West has, has grown. We've seen people uh, worshipping with us for a season. Some have uh, gone on elsewhere, often students leaving at, at the end of their studies. Others uh, have felt God's call to move, go and be part of the churches elsewhere. We think of Ben and Sarah out in Frankfurt with Eva, uh, and uh, they're a part of the, the church plant there. And as a part of Kings, we're part of a wider church family called Relational Mission. Uh, and the church in Frankfurt is a part of Relational Mission, so there's a, a natural connection there. And we've got lots of friends in other Relational Mission churches around uh, East Anglia. So, for example, Paul and uh, John Paul Hat Hatton, one of the other elders here, uh, and Johnny have been to preach at Watton, I think. Um, and Callum, I didn't know that. Uh, Callum's out with the, uh, uh, with the spark this morning. Um, we've close links to other churches with friends in Beckles and in Yarmouth. Uh, I think, Jamie, you've been to preach at some of these places? Beckles. Uh, and um, uh, we've also sent folks out to churches on the continent, uh, to Pardubice in the Czech Republic and to churches in, uh, in Sweden. You've been to Sweden, haven't you? Uh, Helsinki, I think, Harris has been to. Uh, so other churches in, and, and, and also in, in Poland. 
So we're a part of a wider family of churches, but why are we specifically here? What are we doing here in, in uh, the west side of Norwich? Why don't we just go back to being a part of uh, Kings in the city centre? Well, you can see from uh, our, our, our little banner here, uh, this is our purpose, to gather uh, in friendship and family, to grow in character and gifting, and to go in mission and service. So gathering first. I, I hope you found friends here at City West and that you feel part of the church family. Now, I've, I've got a little, uh, little boast, really, or a confession. I don't know which way you're looking at it. It's our 40th wedding anniversary today. I know, you're thinking the woman's a saint, I know. <laughs> the lovely Lynn over there. When we'd been married one year, we, we were in a church in Plymouth, and, um, and I, I stood up and read that uh, passage at the end of Proverbs, Proverbs 31, the, the, the wife of noble character, it says. And if we'd time, I would read it again. Uh, th- those 40 years, or subsequent 39 years, have, have just reinforced that feeling, how fortunate I am. But my reason for mentioning that is, uh, there'll be some cake afterwards, but uh, um, my reason for mentioning it is that it, it's a family thing to celebrate together uh, when, when there's, there's something uh, joyful like that. We could have decided to extend our holiday, we've been away for a couple of weeks, but we wanted to, to be here with our church family at City West, with you guys, to, uh, to share the joy of having been married for 40 years. I don't think any of you would have been there when we got married. Um, not many of you were alive, I don't think. <laughs> but uh, it, it's great to, to be here. It was a windy day. It was dry uh, and sunny, a uh, bit overcast sometime. Uh, we, we got married at 12 o'clock. Uh, 4 o'clock, we had a, a quick sort of supper in the church hall. At 4 o'clock, we dashed off to catch a train, which was late. And then we caught a helicopter to the Isles of Scilly for our honeymoon. And the rest is history. Uh, it was great. Now, God has placed us here 40 years later uh, in this church, in this part of the church family. And we're somehow grafted in here as, as members of the church family, as, as Paul puts it in Romans 11. And Jesus says in John 15, he's the vine and we're the branches. Somehow we're, we're, we're all knit together in this intimate family way. And we share the nourishment of the word of God together with you all, serving together, celebrating joys together like our, uh, our, our anniversary, also sharing one another's sorrows and challenges uh, as, as things happen. So Paul and Jude uh, are away in Yorkshire this weekend. I think they're uh, interring Jude's mum's uh, ashes. She, she died of, of a few months ago, I think. Uh, and, and so they've gone there. So do keep them in your prayers too. Uh, and as we, as we suffer, suffer illness or injury or challenges or, or, or jobs uh, being in short supply, we can do that together. We can, we can share in those things and help one another bear those things. So that sense of family is precious uh, in, a, in a church, particularly in a smaller church like this. We don't want to lose sight of God's plans for us to grow, but we can know and support each other really effectively uh, being the number that we are. And uh, as we learn to do that, so we will be able to do that on a larger scale as we grow here, as we see further folks added to us. Another aspect of family together is that we can provide for one another uh, and fund the church to ensure that God's purposes are met. We don't talk much about uh, giving here very often, but uh, as a part of being a, a member of the church, we encourage folks to give according to their means 
uh, and to uh, support one another through that, to support the ministry of the church. Nobody's going to press you to give or to give more, uh, but it's important uh, that we support one another in this way. Uh, there's a booklet somewhere in the back about it, uh, or talk to your life group leader or to, uh, to one of us if you want to know more about it. But our vision and our aspiration for gathering is that we see more people from the local community coming to join us. Uh, and that might mean the estates around here, West Irland, the Larkman, also means the university just across the road. And uh, we, we want to see people joining us uh, to discover Jesus, to find hope and faith in a world that is a bit lacking in those things at the moment. Uh, there's lots of uncertainty around, lots of, lots of challenge. We want, to, we want to see people come and find Jesus and find encouragement and certainty and trust uh, here with us. So our vision for this next season will be to encourage each one of us to play our part in sharing the love of Jesus with the local community, whether that's uh, through an alpha course or through uh, the mums and toddlers. We're starting uh, a high-intensity training uh, uh, series of sessions for the ladies. Uh, so obviously I'm super fit, I don't need to, <laughs> to do that, but uh, uh, it's, it, it's, it's, when's it starting? When's the first? 12th of September, so still time to, to get, your, get your clothes ready and, uh, <laughs> and, and book in for that. It, it'll, it won't be an opportunity just to come and, and, uh, and perspire or glow, as you ladies will do, uh, together. Um, it will be an opportunity to share the gospel with some folks who are invited from the community and, and there'll be something wonderful about that. There'll be other different opportunities as well, perhaps involving less physical effort, I hope. <laughs> But do talk to Beth or to, to Nat, Hope, about uh, that. There'll be, again, a bit more in the notices about it. So that's our vision, to see people gathered and uh, uh, to grow in friendship and in family. And then growing in character and gifting, we know that in a family things aren't always smooth and easy. Uh, if you've got um, children, you'll know uh, that they squabble over whose turn it is to play with a particular toy. And uh, we intervene and say, okay, let's share, let's... Uh, uh, let's, let's compromise a little bit. They learn as we teach them, and we adults learn in the same way, not squabbling over whose turn it is to read the Bible or to host the meeting or anything, but we, we, uh, we learn as we uh, rub along together, sometimes uh, uh, issues that we need to work out, and, and the rough edges are smoothed off. And we made, as Paul puts it in 2 Corinthians 3.18, we made a bit more like Jesus each day. We become more like Jesus. And as we grow in character and gifting, we become more like him. And the Holy Spirit helps us. Just so it's such a blessing to hear Jamie talking about his, his earnest desire to hear from God, both before closing the business, but also in, in that sort of desert place afterwards where it wasn't clear what was next. What do I do? I'll go and hear from God. I'll get away and, and, and listen to what God's saying. And the Holy Spirit is ready to speak to us, to encourage us, he gives us gifts to build up the church. So uh, in Ephesians 4, it talks about the, uh, the, the pastoral gifts to the church, apostles, prophets, teachers, and so on, evangelists. Those, those ministries, those giftings are given to the church to build up the body of Christ. It says Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ could be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ and those we become like Jesus as we, as we uh, experience these ministries. 
we, uh, we've been exercised uh, for a little while over the question of uh, whether um, women should host or preach at our meetings on Sundays. And uh, we, we've been talking about this for a long time. Uh, we, we, we have ended up in a place where we're moving at a slightly different pace to uh, city centre. But that, that's not something to particularly to celebrate or to boast about. Our meetings are all about Jesus. And it doesn't matter terribly who's hosting or who's preaching or who's leading worship. Our purpose in gathering together is to become more like Jesus, to focus our attention on him, to give our whole attention to him, uh, and to be changed as a result, to become a little bit more like Jesus. I would just say this, though. We, 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 don't, we don't want to encourage people to come and join us simply because we will see some women hosting or some preaching. There are some at, at City Centre who feel uh, they would like to see that there. Don't ask them to come uh, just because they want to see women hosting and preaching here. Ask them to come if they've got a passion for the west side of Norwich, for this part of the city, and, and really want to get involved and dig in to what we're doing here and be a part of what's going on. What we're striving for is to maintain a real unity in all this and uh, not to lose that which is so precious. One of the things about growing in character and service, and this is, this is the kind of French toast point, thank you Jacinta for that, and, and Jamie's point about being undone. We don't become more like Jesus unless we experience those moments where we are a bit undone and we think, I'm stuck, please help me God. I, I, I don't have a way forward here at the moment. Jamie's testimony, I'm so glad you brought that Jamie, it, really helpful because it says we're undone. It's a bit like the story of Eustace uh, in, in the Narnia books. You know, he, he, he's undone completely. It becomes the sort of dragon, doesn't it? He's sort of really, uh, and, he's, and he's stuck. There's no way he can get out of it. And then suddenly, as it were, Aslan intervenes. God intervenes uh, in our lives uh, and, and produces the answer. And, you know, we should know, particularly those of us who've been around a while, that it's often at the last minute that God steps in. <laughs> <laughs> it's often at the 11th hour and we're thinking, God, why, why haven't I got an answer to this prayer? And then when it comes, it's all the sweeter. And it only comes when we've, he's taken us to that point where we've really pressed into him and we've, we've, we've understood what his will for us is. Because I don't think Jamie would have gone for that job uh, if there'd been something easier earlier. And there'll be blessing in this now. There'll, there'll, there'll be wonderful blessing in that new job. And it's like the French toast, really. We could just come here and have a superficial coating of, well, I've spent some time in worship, now I'll go off and do what I normally do during the week. But God wants more than that. He wants to, he wants to touch our insights. It says we're a new creation in Christ. It says in uh, 2 Corinthians uh, 5 and verse 17, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. So it's not just a question of putting on some different clothes and looking a bit different, uh, even the stylish French top that I'm wearing, but it, it's a question of, of God touching us inside, of really getting to the heart 
uh, and transforming our hearts. So uh, as we're growing in character and gifting, we can expect sometimes to find ourselves in a painful place. But do you know what the beautiful thing about it is? There are folks around us to pray, and that's a part of Jamie's testimony too, that there were folks here kind of sharing the weight of it and, and praying and supporting and encouraging. So uh, this is a great place both to grow in character and gifting, but also uh, to, to be finding friends and family. And if we want to grow in character and gifting, it may be that we need to step out a little bit and take a risk. Sometimes that means volunteering to serve. There's, uh, there's plenty of opportunities to serve in a, in a small uh, church family. So we, we need some more kids workers, for example. Uh, our welcome and hospitality teams are a bit stretched. The worship and PA teams are a bit stretched. We need more life group leaders as we, as we grow. We'll need more folks who are prepared to step up. And sometimes that'll mean doing a bit of training beforehand and, and preparation. Do you know what? I'm so grateful for the musicians here. They turn up Sundays, they play so wonderfully for us. That is the fruit of hours and hours and hours of practice and preparation and investment in that gift. And I'm so grateful, not just for the fact they come and play, but for the time they've spent preparing for that beforehand. And if we want to serve effectively in the church, there may be an investment in training and uh, in preparation that we may need to make. But being a part of Kings is great. There's, there's loads of opportunities for uh, leadership training, for training in all sorts of things. If you, if you ask somebody in the worship team for, for help, they'll give it to you. They're, they're, they're good people. So great place to grow in character and gifting. And then uh, thirdly, grow, growing in mission uh, and service. City West is great. You know, we think, oh, this is lovely. Uh, and some of us may finish the race here. We may, this may be uh, you know, our last church and maybe the Lord will take us. Uh, f- for many, however, I think God will, will want to encourage you to go and serve uh, elsewhere. And again, it's, uh, it's an opportunity for us to prepare uh, for that and to allow God to, to do that, to prepare us for future service. So uh, we're a part of Kings at the moment um, and uh, uh, we have a sort of multi-site model where it's one church on, on at the moment, two sites. There's a, a third site at, uh, at Mile Cross. And uh, there may come a time when uh, we, we think we're ready to become a church in our own right. And uh, uh, that, that's an appropriate thing to do. We're not there yet. Uh, we need to be financially viable. I think we're not, we're not quite there. Uh, but we'd also be, need to be ready with people who are uh, able to pick up some of the kind of admin stuff behind the scenes that a church charity needs. Um, so as well as people uh, preaching and leading worship, uh, there'd be people who uh, would need to be trustees and uh, finance managers and people with responsibility for our employees, uh, for safeguarding and GDPR, all that kind of stuff. So there's, there's some stuff we'd need to get our heads around before we could become uh, a church uh, it, it, on our own as a separate church. But there are opportunities to serve in those ways as a part of Kings now. So we're looking for some more trustees. Uh, we've, I think we've just got one woman who's a trustee. We, it would be so great to have some more women on the trustees. Um, we need some younger folks uh, on, on the trustees. They're all, they're, we're all this age, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the trustees. Uh, 
And so there's opportunities to learn something about the nuts and bolts of, of church uh, as we are. For many of us, we'll, we'll go on to serve in other settings altogether. Our time spent here will be uh, a part of our preparation for service elsewhere. So we've got a group of guys who are exploring the possibility of becoming elders. Not all of them will be elders here. You only need so many elders. Don't need any, really, it turns out. <laughs> but uh, uh, they might serve elsewhere at King's, or they might uh, be called to go and serve in church elsewhere in the UK or on the continent, or who knows. And our job as elders is to uh, train and equip colleagues to be ready for God's calling on their lives, uh, whether it's going to be as elders somewhere uh, or life group leaders or whatever else God might have for us. So we're, I say we're hugely privileged to have you guys here, uh, such a talented, uh, wonderful group of, uh, of friends and family who are committed to Jesus, who love serving him we want each one of you to live your best life to fulfill all the purposes that God has for you uh, and so uh, that, that will mean serving in different ways here it might mean just being a blessing to others in all sorts of ways uh, who knows what it might look like but if you feel God's prompting you uh, to serve in some particular way to, uh, to, uh, to get hold of some training to grow in some particular uh, skill or, or, uh, or experience, then please talk to us. We would love to see you flourishing uh, and uh, really contributing to the life of the church here, but also being ready to go if God calls you uh, to go and serve somewhere else. In the meantime, we're committed to serving here where God has placed us. And Paul writes to the Corinthians, he says, nevertheless, each person should live as a believer in whatever situation the Lord has assigned them to just as God has called them. Uh, this is the rule he says, I lay down in all the churches. So he says, keeping God's commands is what counts. So this, if God's called us here, this is the place where we should serve and do it with all our hearts and all our strength and all our minds. So our vision for this next season uh, in terms of going in mission and service is not that everybody should rush out the door and disappear off to another church, but that we should be preparing ourselves for that uh, and that we see as many as possible trained up, ready for what God has for us next, whether it's here or now down the road in Watton or Sheringham or Yarmouth or uh, somewhere further. So our prayer is that each one would flourish to the maximum here with a desire to serve God's purposes, to be fulfilled in doing that, to find real satisfaction and joy in it, to be a part of a wonderful family where there's joy, sometimes tears together, uh, shout challenges to share, but uh, above all, uh, joy and pleasure and comfort in one another's company. I think we're, uh, are we able to uh, break bread together? Have we got some, we got them? Great, see you there, thank you. <laughs> so I haven't got my glasses on. <laughs> so, be great if we if we were able to break bread together. We we sometimes do this um, a little a little lightly, and I just wanted to take a moment over this. Uh, and why do we break bread together? Well, all sorts of reasons. Jesus encouraged us to do this, to remember him, to remember his body and blood, 
broken and shed for us. Um, but we, we also are expressing something of our community together, something of our, uh, our being a church family. We're also expressing something about our hope for the future of that wonderful uh, marriage feast of the Lamb with his bride, the church. There's a lot to think about when we're breaking bread together. But I want to encourage us to pray for one another this morning, to pray for God's best for each one here. To, as we go into this new year, into this new season, uh, with a real sense of what God's got for us here uh, in the western side of Norwich, to see what he will do for us. Let's be praying with expectant hearts for one another. God will... Uh, bring about blessing here. We'll, we'll open up uh, blessing for us. So I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians 11. And uh, starting at verse 22, Paul, uh, 23, Paul writes, For I received from the Lord what I also passed unto you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he'd given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. So a man or a woman ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without recognizing the body of the Lord eats and drinks judgment on himself. Let's just pray for a moment. Father, thank you that you've called us together here as the family of God, that you are at the head of the family. Thank you for Jesus, the pioneer, the author of our faith, who died on the cross and was then raised to life again. He shed his blood, he gave up his life in order that we might have new and everlasting life. And we thank you, Father, for that. As we come now to share breaking bread together, praying for one another, I pray, Lord, for your forgiveness for any sin, for things we've done wrong, things we've thought wrong, things we've left undone that we should have done. Father, we pray for your forgiveness for these things. That we might come with a clear conscience and a clear heart to break bread together, to pray for one another, to see your vision for us here at City West fulfilled. Father, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, let me encourage you to, uh, to break bread together. Um, the, the makings are at the back. And... Uh, um, and then uh, perhaps Johnny and Julia will come and lead us in worship. But Johnny, do and uh, Julia, do do take a moment to break bread first. Don't don't mind the, uh, the, the the silence, as it were, while we're praying. So let's pray and uh, uh, encourage one another uh, and uh, see what God will do in this next season. Amen.